Welcome to the Less Than Perfect Podcast, where we discuss motherhood, marriage, and all of life's miscellaneous moments. And I am your host, Winifred Sakina Monique. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This week's topic is all about interdependent motherhood and learning how to exist in this space. According to supercentral.com, an interdependency relationship will exist between two individuals if they have a close personal relationship, they live together, one or each of them provides the other with financial support, and one or each of them provides the other with domestic support and personal care. And as a wife and stay-at-home mom, I've had to learn to adapt to this way of life, and it has truly been a journey. So let's get into it. For a long time, I struggled with my current status in life as a stay-at-home mom because I've always kept a job ever since I was 16 years old. When I got my first job during my senior year in high school, I would go to school in the mornings, and then after lunch, I would leave school to go to my part-time office job for the remainder of the day. When I graduated high school, I had a work-study job when I went off to college. And then when I took some time off college, I came right home and found a full-time job that I worked during the day, and I even worked a part-time job on the weekends. And then when I went back to college, I took classes full-time, and I worked part-time throughout the whole entire time I was in school. And once I graduated, I found a full-time job a month after graduation, and it has always been that way for me. Or at least it was up until my husband and I decided to relocate from Ohio to Georgia. For the majority of my childhood, I grew up in a single parent household. And I understand the disadvantages that come along with not having two parents in the home. And as an adult and a mother, I now know that my mother did the best she could with what she had to work with. And when my oldest son's father passed away, I did the best I could as a single parent as well. So when it came time for me to make the decision to move to Georgia, there were a lot of things for me to consider, like leaving my family and friends, my entire support system, selling my home, and the biggest issue of them all for me was having to voluntarily quit my job because unfortunately there wasn't an option for me to be able to work from home all the way in Georgia. Up until this point, There had never been a time in my life when I did not have a way to take care of myself. And having to actually put my well-being and livelihood in the hands of someone other than myself was unfathomable for me as a black woman, even if that someone was my husband. Even though that man was my husband, I was still very uncomfortable with potentially having to depend on him for everything. And some people may think I shouldn't think like that, but... I wasn't built to depend on a man. In my mind, I was that independent black woman. So I had a certain set of expectations for my life as an individual, not just a wife. But as a mother, I had gotten to a point where I knew I couldn't raise two sons by myself because that is essentially what I had felt like I was doing because my husband had a job that required him to travel every week only being home on the weekends at that. It wasn't that bad while we were dating because I was used to that kind of life and I could manage because I only had one child. 
But when we got married and had baby number two, the whole dynamic just changed. I started getting tired. Yes, I said it. Your girl got tired. So it was either stay in Ohio and keep on being married on paper and functioning like a single parent with a husband that only saw his kids two days out of the week or pack up and move out of town so my husband could have a job that allowed him to be home every day to take an active role in the lives of our growing boys. So I chose the latter, but my decision still was not made without reservations. But as a mother, I made the decision that I felt was best for my family as a whole, given the circumstances. But over these past seven years, so much has happened and so much has changed. And now I don't know if the decision to move was the best thing for my family. I keep reminding myself that I did what I thought was best for my family at the time. And recent life experiences have helped me to get a better understanding of my own relationship with my mom. Because as a child, I had issues with my mother. The biggest one was her moving me away from my dad. But as a child, we don't understand why our parents do the things that they do. But as an adult, I grew to understand that my mom had to do what she thought was best for her and her girls, given her circumstances. My understanding became even clearer when I became a mother and was faced with difficult decisions of my own. One being when I decided to pack up and move me and my son from Cleveland, Ohio to Dayton, Ohio, so I could go back to college and finish school and earn my degree. My son's father wasn't happy about it at all, but I knew if I wanted to make something of myself, not just for me, but for my child, I had to position myself to do better and be better. But the downside to me having made that decision was that my son missed out on having time with his father. And had I known that he'd be leaving this earth four years later, I may have tried to do things a little differently. But that's neither here nor there now. At the end of the day, what I have learned is that, as parents, we are all doing the best we can with what we've got to work with. But even with having that understanding, Sometimes I still feel like I'm flying by the seat of my pants with this whole parenting thing. When I was young and naive, I thought perfection was something attainable. But now that I'm more mature, I know that perfect is something I will never be. But as long as I put forth my best effort, then I have something I can be proud about. There are a lot of days that I think about how my life would be had I chose to stay in Ohio. And sometimes I feel a little bit of regret. But then I shift my focus to gratitude for the roof over my head, having food on the table, having three healthy, well-rounded children, a mate that provides for his family and wants to be a part of his children's lives. And I find solace in where the universe has me positioned for now. More importantly, I've learned family is designed for interdependence. And with the state of the world being what it is today with COVID-19 and all, I count it all as a blessing to be able to stay home with my children. Yes, 
It is a huge sacrifice to be a stay-at-home mom because I don't make nearly as much working from home as I would if I were back in corporate America working full-time. But the time I get to have with my young children to watch them grow and learn about life is something I could never put a price tag on. So my sacrifice is worth every moment that I get to see their smiling faces. So to all my fellow parents out there doing the best that they can with what they've got, be encouraged, have faith, and when all else fails, take a few moments to go love on your children, to remind yourself that they are the reason you do what you do. Well, that's all I have for now, and I really hope you enjoyed listening to today's topic on interdependent motherhood. On my next episode, we'll be talking all about marriage. So if you have any words of wisdom you'd like to share, or even come on the show to talk about it, please hit me up. I'd love to hear from you. And you've been listening to the Less Than Perfect Podcast. Again, I am your host, Winifred Sakina Monique. And I'd like to thank you for allowing me a moment of your time. If you would like to be a guest on the show or would simply like to suggest a topic for discussion, please send me an email at thelessthanperfectpodcast at gmail.com. Or send me a DM on Instagram at the Less Than Perfect Podcast. And as we come to a close, I would like to leave you with a personal affirmation of mine. I am not defined by what others think of me, but by my own actions. Therefore, my personification is defined by me. Until next time, peace and love, everybody. Take care. Thank you.